Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Irish Bookkeeping and Payroll podcast. I am your host, Nielsen Denver, and in this show, nominal ledger, a nominal ledger, also known as a general ledger, just exactly what is it? Let's say we want to know what our total sales are for the first seven months of the year. We have a few options to get this figure. Here are some of the options. One, add up all our sales invoices and I'll add up all our sales credit notes and subtract the credit notes from the invoices and come up with the sales value. Number two, list our sales invoices and sales credit notes in a sales daybook. Take the totals from the sales daybook for each of the seven months and add them together and get the total sales value. Three, taking the monthly total values from the sales daybook then listing each monthly total in sequence, for example, January, followed by February, followed by March, and so on up to July, month 7. Then writing beside each value, write down the month that value refers to and write down whether it is a sales invoice value or a credit note value and indicate which page in the sales daybook you got the total values from. With this third option, you have just created a nominal ledger. A nominal ledger is a place where you can trace back, for example, as to how your sales figure was calculated for each month or for a number of months. We only have to write the values down once and so each new month can be written beneath those values from the previous month. This list is actually a ledger. We now have traceability. We can see where the values came from, the auditors or any other person who wants to confirm how we calculated our sales figure in our profit and loss statement can see where the values came from. We can create ledgers for every income, expense, asset or liability account and keep a track on the values in each of these ledger accounts. There is a common layout structure to a nominal ledger. It is set up in a standard T account format and uses the debit and credit rules debit transactions on the left-hand side of the T-account and credits on the right-hand side of the T-accounts. The term T-account comes from the fact that a line is drawn across the top of the page. From the middle of the top line, another line is drawn down the page, just as you would draw the letter T, and so the name T-account. The T-account now has two sides divided by the middle line. Debit values will appear on the left-hand side, of the middle line and credit values will appear on the right hand side of the middle line. More information on T accounts can be found in one of our other podcasts. When creating a nominal ledger using pen and paper, it is usual for each daybook to be totaled monthly. From the daybooks, we can take the values in the total columns and enter them in the nominal ledger. The only columns not required to be used in the nominal ledger are the net columns and their values. All other columns in your daybooks are required and the total figure in these columns will be entered in the relevant nominal ledger. For example, the total value in the total column of each daybook will be recorded in the following nominal ledgers. Note, the term used in bookkeeping for recording a transaction is a posting or a posted transaction. So, 1. The total value in the total column of the sales invoices daybook will be posted to the debit side of the debtor's control account. Two, total value in the total column of the sales credit note daybook will be posted to the credit side 
of the debtor's control account. Example 3. Total value in the total column of the purchase invoice daybook will be posted to the credit side of the creditor's control account. Example 4. Total value in the total column of the purchase credit note daybook will be posted to the debit side of the creditor's control account. Example 5. Total value in the total column of the petty cash daybook will be posted to the credit side of the petty cash account. Example 6. Total value in the total column of the bank receipts book will be posted to the debit side of the bank account. And example 7. Total value in the total column of the bank payments daybook will be posted to the credit side of the bank account. Each of the remaining analysis columns will get posted to a nominal ledger account. To understand analysis columns, listen to our other podcasts about daybooks. Every total column except the net columns must get posted to a nominal ledger account. All the VAT columns will get posted to the VAT control account. So you can have the VAT column total from the sales invoices daybook, the sales credit note daybook, purchase invoice daybook, purchase credit note daybook, petty cash daybook, bank payments daybook, and if there was a VAT refund, the bank receive receipts daybook VAT column. We can create nominal ledger accounts for assets, liability, income, expense and capital and reserve accounts. When we then look at each individual nominal ledger, we can see from which daybooks the values in the nominal ledger have been posted from. Each month, we can balance the nominal ledger accounts and those balances are in fact the income or expenses for the month we are balancing and these balance will also show the assets and liabilities of the business. In bookkeeping and accounting, the term balance on an account is frequently used. This term derives from how a nominal ledger is closed off or balanced every month. Let us use an example of the bank account to explain the term balance. The bank account will have posted to its debit side the total receipts from the bank receipts daybook and on the credit side the total payments from the bank payments daybook will be posted. So using some values. If the opening balance at the beginning of March is €1,000, debit balance, and we have €1,500 in the total of our bank receipts posted to the debit side of the bank account, so now we have 2500 in total on the debit side, and on the credit side we have €2,000 in bank payments taken from the bank payments daybook. Our debit value of 2500 is greater than our credit value of 2000 in a nominal ledger, both the debit side and the credit side total values must be equal. Our debit side is 2500 and our credit side is 2000 so we need to increase our credit side by €500 Euros so that both sides balance. So in this case, €500 Euros is our balancing figure and the balance of 500 is the amount of the money we have in our bank account. The 500 credit balance must then become the opening balance for the month of April. So the 500 balance is then also written on the debit side or brought down, which is abbreviated to balance BD. So written down on the debit side of the bank account, nominal ledger is 1. The opening bank balance, which is the closing balance from the previous month of February, in this example, €1,000. 2. 
the total of the bank receipts as recorded on the bank receipts daybook, in this example, €1,500. The total of the opening bank balance and the bank receipts total, in this example, €1,000 plus €1,500, which totals to €2,500. Four, the balance BD, our opening balance for 1st of April, in this example, €500. On the credit side of the bank account nominal ledger is one, the total of the bank payments as recorded in the bank payments daybook, in this example, €2,000. Two, the balancing amount of €500, also known as the balance CD, or balance carry down amount. And three, the total of the bank payments of €2,000 and the balance CD of €500, which totals to €2,500. Note, both sides totaled to 2500 The balance CD value is the same as the balance BD value as the balance CD value is carried down to the balance BD or brought down entry line. Every nominal ledger is created in the same way and each balance BD value will appear in the trial balance. The trial balance is discussed in another podcast. It is vital that you post the correct values to the correct nominal ledger. Otherwise, the balancing values will be calculated incorrectly and this in turn means that your financial statements, such as your profit and loss and balance sheet, will be incorrect. The nominal ledger is part of the double entry bookkeeping system and podcasts on related topics and the double entry bookkeeping system are available for download. You can download more podcasts from the Bookkeeping Podcast Archives or subscribe and download us for free on iTunes And while you're there, vote for us and give us a review to let us know how we're doing. And once again, thanks for listening.